I don't think so, but man, did, did, I, I hope you're because like, I'm on that page. You know, yeah. like maybe maybe let's wrestle with this off air. You know, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome to Chill Filters. We're having a great time. No, this is good. therapy, man. No, but that's 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 always how Robbie and I have felt about Thursday night recording. Is this is kind of therapy for us? So. Welcome once again to Chill Filtered, the podcast where we drink whiskey so you don't have to, but you probably should, and you probably are, and that's why we like you. Today on this awesome new episode, episode 144, uh, we are drinking Maker's Mark, just the standard, that's it, you know, $22 bottle, pull it off the shelf, have a good time, weeded bourbon, specifically red winter weeded bourbon. What? Uh, but before we get into anything of what Maker's Mark is, any history behind it, or anything else in this whole stinking podcast, we're going to talk about some business. Now, I've thought about this, and I've actually <laughs> practiced this because we, 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 we tried this, at least I tried this, uh, and then we decided to, for for multiple reasons, not and mostly because of, I'm going to blame Robbie's dog for this one, yeah. we decided to start over. And uh, and so here goes. Here's a way to support us. Here's the business. And I'm going to keep it short and sweet. We have a lot of new listeners, and we're so grateful for that. Mm-hmm. If this is your first time listening, we are stoked to have you join. Um, here's my quick uh, way to support us. Hit us up a few times. Like, like for me, when I listen to a, a new podcast, I don't always give it a, a fair shake. So I encourage those out there who are new, give us a fair shake, and I think you'll learn to like us. I feel like, Robbie, that was 10 times better than the first try. Well, I feel like you got far less into mathematics on that take yeah so maybe <laughs> that's a better sure thing. but i will say if you're a guy yeah. and you're listening like you know give us one fair shake and if you're a guy you know maybe sometimes you got to give it two or three shakes before it feels good so hey see you in two or three episodes hey but uh yeah yeah any more business there cole um are you a fan of um good charlotte um uh, well I can't say that I'm currently a fan of Good Charlotte, but I did listen to Kurt, Good Charlotte. I saw Good Charlotte in concert once, even a matter of fact. So I, really, yeah, back in like what they were playing because they're in that like in between. They were punk status. They're, they're like the, the 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 killed off the cool pop punk, you know. I I agree with that. Um, I saw them. So let me. But anyway, so let me say this first. I got it. Yeah, go ahead. I saw them. I went to go see MXPX in Seattle. And MXPX opened nice. for them. So, and it was MXPX, oh, wow. Newfound Glory, Newfound Glory, and then Good Charlotte. So, I have mm. seen them in concert. And I, you know, I got to say, they kind of like the tail end of the pop punk, and they were so poppy that you almost couldn't help but like, yeah. you know, their songs kind of a thing. So, but anyway, oh, yes. for sure. Okay. So, where are you going? Yeah. Good Charlotte, Cole, tell me more. Uh, you said. You said shake it a few times, and there's a one song that they say that. Anyway, um, are you thinking of how uh, are you doing, Robbie? Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus's brother was like the shake, 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 shake it. No, Metro Station. I am not speaking about Metro Station. <laughs> so, but um, that is a funny song for sure. What, what is the Good Charlotte song with Shake It? Uh, he says, shake it once, that's fine. Oh, shake that's it right. twice, that's okay. <laughs> yeah, and shake then... Shake it three times, you're uh, playing with yourself. It's the anthem, right? It's probably. 
Yeah. Something like it's that. the anthem. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I, you know, I, it's really catchy pop, pop punk for sure. Well, it's in the, again, it's like the tail end of like the, the death of like the fun. I don't know. It was just went way too commercial at that point. Right. But, uh, yeah. When you talk about I'm Metro Station Shake It, that was Opie's, our old Shitsu's theme song because he would come in. And he oh, would just, that's so cute. Yeah. He would like kick, kick these kicky, like very masculine mark something that kick and for some reason i would make him sing shake shake it <laughs> uh how am i doing cole I'm, oh it's great i'm doing good man so it's uh gosh it's almost been two weeks since we recorded and uh mm-hmm. you know whenever we record early i always end up like yeah. the next thursday i'm like oh, i wish we were drinking whiskey and guess what cole yeah guess what cole were you you were drinking whiskey no 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 i wasn't but guess what we're drinking whiskey uh, tonight chicken butt <laughs> what, yeah, what? you're right. Yeah. So I'm excited, man. No, what, been, what, uh, what, 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 yeah. what? Chicken butt, um, Opie butt. We always, yeah. Anyway, um, no. So it's been a pretty. Oh gosh, no. It's been. A, it's actually been a rough week or so because. So we recorded last Sunday, Aww. and then uh, yeah. Oh man, so um, we had a cold go through our family. It's just where our school district's protocols oh, no. at. Um, even with a negative COVID test, you still have to wait 72 hours till you're symptom free or whatever your doctor's Rough. note said. So mm-hmm. Amar and I got the cold on Wednesday. I took her in. We both tested negative for COVID, but because we like didn't have lessening symptoms, we both had to be out for mm-hmm. 24 hours. So anyway, we ended up being all out from Wednesday till Friday. And then our spring break oh, essentially started Friday afternoon, right? When school gets out. So we've been, uh-huh. we've so been got an extra while, long one, but this cold knocked me on my mm-hmm. butt, man. Like I was just oh, really? tired and lethargic and then we've had really rainy weather. So it has not felt like much of a spring break, but I'm finally starting to feel pretty good. And, uh, I'm excited cause, uh, basketball's doing awesome. My, my Zags are looking poised to do well. My Eastern Eagles did okay. Nice. They don't, they, I mean like they kept the game close, which is all I could hope for. Um, so, Who'd they lose to again? Uh, gosh, I didn't even remember who Eastern played. They played, they were number, I think it was, the, oh, I can't even remember who they played. But they were like, the, I saw it while it was on the TV. Yeah. I was like, oh, Robbie would probably be watching I was this right watching now. It. They were like the 14th seed or something like that. So they're playing like a number two or, hey, I thought they were like a 13th playing a three. Anyway, so they played well. That's all I can say. Go Spokane, for. though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Cheney, Cheney, Washington, Cole. <laughs> Gonzaga, Spokane. Oh, isn't it near? Yeah, it's like Spokane, it's, it's like it's like 10 15 miles, but all of Spokane, oh, okay, cool. all of Spokane's like Gonzaga. And then only the people who yeah. go to Eastern are like Eastern. You know what I mean? So, and you went to Eastern, I correct? Did, I did go to Eastern and is one of the things where it's like undergrad? Yeah, my undergrad's at Eastern. So, <clears throat> and so it was Chelsea, mm-hmm. that's where Chelsea and I met, so but, so anyway, and then Gonzaga is playing this weekend, so hopefully they do well. Hopefully by the time this pod, this podcast comes out, they're playing on Monday again, and, yeah. and it's still this Elite Eight going to the Final Four. Uh, but anyway, so I'm super excited. Uh, we're having some friends over. The same friends mm-hmm. we went over to the cabin with are all vaccinated. We're going to do uh, nice. smoking some ribs. And then I got some pork belly. Nice. I'm going to do some pork belly burnt ends tomorrow, which I'm super excited about. Never did them, but I love pork belly burnt ends. And uh, Nice. Yeah, other than that, like just kind of chilling. Chelsea had oh, and plus on top of me being sick, Chelsea had to work like eight days straight, and she's finally off tomorrow. So it's like it feels like a Friday night That's for cool. sure. I'm ready to drink, ready to have some fun. I don't know. I think life is good. Hey, how are you doing, man? How was the nice. baby moon? How was San Diego or Coronado? It's good. Yeah, you know the best thing about being out there uh, was just we were just relaxing the whole time. Uh, we. 
yeah, we just stayed back in the hotel, just mm-hmm. chilled, went and got some food here Perfect. and there, uh, got some really good brunch, really good lunch, mm-hmm. just wherever. Like we just made it work and got some good pizza, got some good tacos, got some good, um, like crazy. This brunch place had like uh, eggs Benedict, the biggest you've ever seen. Like oh, it man. was, it was literally stacked on the plate. It was, it was meant for three people probably, and I didn't know that going in. But it was great, yeah. It's a place called, uh, if you ever, actually Mike Cook probably knows about this one because he lives out in San Diego area. Um, but it's called Hash House Agogo. It's worth going to if you're oh, in San it, Diego. It's in San Diego or on Coronado? Mm-hmm. No, it's closer. In, it was in San Diego, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we made a few treks onto the mainland. It's pretty easy so, to do. Yeah. 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 And then we went to uh, the Whiskey House, San Diego, which yeah, is apparently has the world record for the most bottles, like collection-wise, out of a whiskey bar in the U.S. or something like that. I didn't get a look at the actual record, uh, but it was pretty big. I, you know, in my mind, I've seen the Multnomah Whiskey Library, mm-hmm. who actually Jerome, uh, one of our listeners, is very familiar with. Um, one of our Patreon listeners mm-hmm. is very familiar with. Same with Mike Cook. He's also one of our awesome Patreon peeps. Uh, but anyway, yeah, Jerome's been to this one, in, in, and I've just seen pictures of the one in Portland, Oregon, and it is awesome. But I was yes. surprised that that didn't win, uh, by the pictures I've seen at least. But uh, maybe there's some stipulations to the record or something like that. But it was great. Yeah, great time. It's kind of been a weird week being back at work. Um, I, to be honest, Robbie and listeners, I guess I, I've been fighting off uh, a little sad feelings and Uh-oh. I can't tell you why. Like I just, Uh-oh. um, and, and these, these times always pass. I, I don't even worry about it, but like this week I'm just like, all right, don't be sad right now. And like telling mm. myself, and, and there's no reason to be sad, which reminds me of the days I used to be pretty depressed and, uh, and just thinking like, is there a reason I'm sad right now? If not, then I don't need to be sad, you know, and like telling myself that, you know, mm-hmm. and it works most almost all the time for me these days. Uh, but for those who don't know, I dealt with pretty severe depression for about nine years. Um, and then actually, Robbie, I don't know if I told you this. I've been out of it like pretty consistently. I would say I get, you know, days like this or the weeks like this where it's just like, all right, I'm out of it, you know, like and, and it's hard for it to last even a few days. Uh, usually it lasts one or two days a year. Um, but this, you know, it's just a hard week. It's it's nothing crazy. I'm not like down on the dumps. I'm just like, all right, I feel kind of weird for no good reason. Well, I will say. Like, anyway, I've been out of depression for 10 years now. But so. I will say, I feel like since you've moved to Phoenix and started the new job, it's been easier for you. Am I right? Easier, like well, being out of depression? Well, just just not having the sad days, you know. Like I feel like I hear about them less. So maybe you're telling, maybe you're mentioning it less. That or it's happening less. Am I right? No, I mean the last good few years have been pretty awesome. Yeah, okay. uh, we got last take ten years. Like, you know, I'll get random day. I, honestly, I would say at the most I get four days a year that are like, ah, I don't like this, and then that'd just be <laughs> regular days otherwise. That's good though. Um, That's really but good. I am very blessed because it used to be very bad. Yeah. Um, so, but anyway, yeah. yep, that's life. So uh, you know, and I'm <laughs> I'm kind of working my way out of it anyway. So yeah, I'm sorry to hear um, that. But, nah, yeah. I'm not even worried about it. Um, <laughs> okay. But today 
we are drinking Maker's Mark, as I said <laughs> earlier. One of the weirdest but there is some ever. actually. Yeah, but sad. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of, of sadness, let's talk about what? weeded bourbon. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, listeners. I mean, you can even hear the the the. I'm excited to drink whiskey tonight. It's not even like I'm like hiding something. It's like nope, happy to be here. Yes. Uh, yeah, just happy to drink some good whiskey. Actually, here's another thing. Okay. Here's another thing. Okay. This maybe this is why I was sad this week, is that Heather was like, I, you know, we have baby coming up in June and Heather's like, I feel like you drink too frequently and not too much. She didn't say that, but I feel like you drink too frequently. And she she asked if I could um, drink less okay. in the week, like mostly Thursday through Sunday status. Like Thursday, we typically record and then Friday's the weekend and so is Saturday and Sunday. And, and I'm like, okay, yeah, that's fine. I, you know, I get it, you know, especially with baby. I don't want her to, you know, always know that I'm pretty much drinking at least every other day. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just going to switch to that. But maybe that's why I'm sad. You know, it's not a big <laughs> deal. It's just like, so so I'm excited to drink this whiskey today because the weekend has officially begun. Does that make me an alcoholic? <laughs> Anyway, I don't think so, but man, did, did I, I hope you're yeah, like, cause I'm on that page, you know, yeah. like maybe, maybe let's wrestle with this off air, you know, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so no, welcome no, to no. chill filters. We're having a great time. <laughs> no, you're this is good. therapy, man. No, but that's, that's, that's always how Robbie and I have felt about Thursday night recording. Is this is kind of therapy it's time for with us. The friends, you know, and I will say, I'll go back to even when. Adam was hosting and I was a listener. Like, if you're listening right now, mm-hmm. I hope you feel like, yeah, you know what? Just let's have one with the guys. You know, we're we're having, yeah, taking time out. You know, we're sharing with you. And like, I think that's the reciprocal part. Like, I love, like, one of my favorite things. So we record on Thursdays. It comes out on Mondays, and I love when we get a yeah. random text on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or a, a, oh, yeah. a Instagram message on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and people say something, and Cole and I. Uh, like either know exactly what they're talking about from the podcast or we go, what's this? And they'll be like, like, you said this. And I'm like, oh, that's right. You know, and I love, so you know what? Like you listen, like, hey, this is an accessible whiskey we're drinking today. We're drinking Maker's Mark Standard. You know, pick up yourself a mini if you can, like what, three bucks, two bucks? Oh, yeah. Something like that. Have a a whiskey with us whenever you're listening to it. Message us. Like we'd love to talk to you. And, you know, just have one with the friends. So, yeah, it's the beginning of the weekend. Or beginning of the week, whenever you're listening to it. But yeah, I'm excited. And this is the one I'm excited for. Like, this is like, I don't know how we haven't had the standard yet. I'm super excited. Like, yeah, this is a good one. I'm ready. You ready, Cole? Yeah, I'm glad we added this to the, uh, to the, the, you know, face off of two whiskeys, or at least very accessible whiskeys. We don't do them enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we've done Jack Daniels. We haven't, we haven't ever done a Jim Beam branded. We've done Jim Beam distillery whiskeys, but we've never done like a Jim Beam standard, like Jim Beam Black or just Jim Beam. Um, we got to do that, um, but you know we'll intersperse them throughout. But yeah, um, let's let's get to the history. There's actually a, a fun amount, especially with the fact that uh, we did an episode not too long ago on Makers Forty Six. But I still have some good, you know, history that's not really overlapping anything. So uh, anything before we go to break, Robbie? Nope, let's go to break. Uh. 
All right. We are back. Let's talk about, uh, really quick, I wanted to talk about some notes to get to. Uh, we are so, I don't know, I, I, I feel like things are going great. Um, we are getting closer and closer to our goals as a podcast. And um, we have another Patreon supporter. And he's one of our favorite Wisconsinite listeners. And that's Ben Klepsig. Uh, and if you want to check him out on Instagram, it is at MadTownMarketer. All one word, no no spaces, no, I guess you can't do space, but no like underscores or anything. Mad Town Marketer. Uh, I also wanted to shout out Ben's Whiskey Club that he put together recently. It's called the, or at least he helped put it together or something like that. Um, Lake Mills Whiskey and Spirit Sipping Society. So if you're in the Lake Mills, Wisconsin area and you're looking for a great whiskey and spirits society, Hit up Ben, at least on Instagram. I looked up. There's no like website yet, but um, he's a good marketer. He's well, a Madtown marketer. I tell you, he'll probably be able to figure that one out. That's an awesome Instagram name too, Madtown Marketer. Like, it sticks. Yeah. And I'll tell you one thing about Ben. Yeah. Ben is good looking. He's a good looking man. Any woman, yes. Who, any woman <laughs> or man who ends up with Ben, you're lucky. Ben's married, isn't he? He's got a good beard too, man. He does, he, and he's a married man, right? I want to say yes. I want to say yes, But if too. he's not, ladies. So, hey, yeah. if, hey, ladies, if Ben's married, you leave him alone because his <laughs> wife is the luckiest woman in the world. Exactly. And we got some great-looking listeners. I'll tell you one thing. All of our Patreon members, mm-hmm. studs and studettes. <sighs> you know, it might be correlation, but I think it's causation. If you support us on Patreon, you get even more good-looking. So. And I'll tell you what. If you're not good-looking... You support us on Patreon. We'll put that plug out there, and you can play it for your significant other, and be like, "See, I told you I was good looking." So That's true. You get mad yeah, props yeah. on the looks, on the look, yeah, on the looks, on the. Oh, it's man. basically national television. <laughs> no, it's like they they spoke about me on national television. That's where we are, except for not television. We're, we're like national we're radio. National. We got Eastern Bloc. That's of true. Europe. We, we are Tasmania. Every now and then, we're top fifty food podcasts in in Australia. Mm-hmm. Which is awesome. Yeah. We've got Canadian listeners, so anyway. American listeners. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And we got Tasmanian um, uh, Patreon supporters, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Shout out to Joel Bradbury. One of the best uh, But anyway, men thank in you, Ben. Tasmania. Uh, oh, straight up. Yeah. Yeah. And that accent, though. It's a good thing. I, I don't know if he's married, but he's got a girl, that's for sure. And, and he's lucky. got two dogs. They're lucky and dogs. And she is a lucky girl, and and those are lucky dogs. <laughs> oh, so anyway, that's that's enough. We won't we won't uh, we won't talk about our listeners too much. But thank you, Ben, so much for your support. Uh, we're closing in on our next goal, and that next goal is really not that far away. But our next goal, uh, if you want to help out, and you're you know um, been listening either for a little bit or for a while, um, we want to be able to send out uh, samples for a bottle uh, that we purchase with the Patreon money and then drink with you guys, the Patreon people, on YouTube Live or whatever they call it. Um, So that's that. Uh, Let's talk about Maker's Mark. All right. This, yeah, not our first episode featuring the Maker's Mark distillery. Only about 13 episodes ago, episode 131, we drank Maker's 46, and that was the Maker's bourbon that uh, is finished in charred French oak for just a few months. Uh, we talked a lot about Maker's history then, so I'll try not to overlap too much. 
But let's talk about especially the history of the distillery. Um, in yeah, in episode one thirty one, we did discuss Bill Samuel Senior, who uh, bought out the Burks's Distillery in nineteen fifty three in Loretto, Kentucky. And you're asking yourself, where is Loretto? Uh, it's in actually the middle of nowhere and it's right off of Hardin's Creek, uh, but it's only about 20 to 30 minutes south of Bardstown. So if you know where Bardstown is, you just go south from there and you're gonna hit a small little town called Loretto. Um, it's actually the first distillery to be named a landmark on the National Register of Historic Places. And there's a reason for that. Um, we talked in the last episode uh, that, and we I even just mentioned it, in 1953, Bill Samuels bought out this distillery. But the fact is, it's been a distillery since 1805. And it goes back to uh, when, it start, when it was started by a guy named Charles Burks. And the family, the Burks's, Burks family ran it for over 100 years. And then came the horrible time in history called Prohibition. And like most distilleries, they, during Prohibition, where no one could sell alcohol to drink, or at least not with a medicinal license, um, there was still oodles of barrels. Oodles. And a lot of these companies like went out of business. Yeah, oodles and noodles. But, but instead of noodles, it's barrels. Um, and the whiskey was in those barrels. And so what do you do? You know, you had all these things aging for multiple years, typically, and all of a sudden you can't sell them. So here's a really cool fact that I learned. Uh, take a guess, Robbie, at what happened to these barrels. They filled them with monkeys and sent them to Milton Bradley. That's that's close, actually. I don't know. Cole. Do you remember our episode on <laughs> George Remus? Oh. Remember the guy who yes. like was a lawyer and was eventually a killed his wife yeah. and like got away with it? And he gave yeah, he crazy gave diamonds man. to men and cars to women. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I remember that. And uh, so yeah, the forty million dollar man, uh, the you know the king of bootleggers, the wife murderer, and the lawyer who fixed everything in the end, mm-hmm. at least for himself, uh, George Remus. Uh, so I thought that was actually kind of cool that like the it's not exactly that maker's mark had to do with George Remus. Um, but you know, the distillery that makes maker's mark or that distillery that maker's mark uses to make maker's mark. Wow. That's crazy. Uh, that's hard to say. Um, basically they had a lot of their whiskey go to George Remus who likely, um, pulled some crazy legal and uh, bootlegging moves to get whiskey sold to a lot of people and make about $40 million in two or three years. Anyway, after Prohibition, they sort of started production back up on the distillery, the Burks distillery. But really, uh, about 20 years later is when Bill Samuels bought it uh, for only $50,000. And in 1953, that is still a decent amount, but it's not crazy amount. Nowadays it's worth about uh, $50,000 would be equivalent to about $350,000. But that still doesn't seem like much, especially with how well Maker's Mark is doing these days. I'm sure they could sell, you know, if they wanted to for a lot of money. Um, So I just found that out in in the first uh, two years after, I just found this out. Yeah, basically within the first two years of the distillery with Bill Samuels, there was a beam as the master distiller. And this one was one we haven't heard of yet. This is Elmo Beam. 
was the first master Wait, distiller. Who? Sadly, he Elmo Beam, Elmo. like like Jim Beam, like Joe Beam, like like Parker Beam, you know, um, Elmo or Jacob Beam, Elmo, like the you know the Sesame Street. La 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 la. Okay, yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yep. All right. Elmo Beam's world. <laughs> yep. So I figure that if you're a Beam and you live in Kentucky or even a No N O E these days. Uh, good luck not finding a job as a master distiller because uh, they're all over the place. And yeah, it's just crazy how many beams are distillers somewhere. Uh, anyway, Maker's Mark Distillery has only one brand and that's Maker's. Uh, but they definitely do more than just the standard Maker's Mark. Uh, but it, but they're not like Heaven Hill or Buffalo Trace who sell like multiple brands. Uh and they are, though, Maker's Mark is owned by Beam Suntory. And uh, Beam Suntory owns a lot of brands, but Maker's Mark Distillery only makes Maker's Mark products. Uh, one more thing about Maker's is that they're known to move around their barrels, which is, I thought that was a cool thing. I didn't know that until recently doing some research. Some whiskeys uh, at some distilleries stay basically in the same spot in the same rick house for years. Uh, makers does some shifty work uh, to keep <laughs> consistency apparently they will put things on they'll shift it to the top racks and the lower racks and switch them up and stuff like that man cool uh cool you missed mm-hmm. my new favorite segment where cool raps that sound like it could have been like a rap verse right there some bars shift them to the top rack shift which which the part racks. i don't know just the whole shift <laughs> to the racks <laughs> yeah i'll call it shifty work at maker's mark um side note uh check out makers mark's website uh to become a makers ambassador uh i actually did this recently they do have some cool perks Mm -hmm. uh and bryce marita one of our patreon supporters was one of the guys or one guy who reached out and he's like you gotta you gotta at least sign up and it's pretty cool like you really don't have to do much they send you stuff and and they put your name on a barrel and then you get to purchase that barrel or you get to purchase some whiskey if you're lucky enough uh, from that barrel that has your name on it, which I thought was pretty cool. And usually takes a few years, but not too long. Uh, and we'll talk about how long right now, because what we're drinking today, Maker's Mark Standard, uh, we've mentioned before that it is a weeded bourbon. Uh, for new listeners, uh, bourbon mash must be at least 51% corn. But in this case, outside of the majority of corn, the remainder grain of the mash bill is mostly wheat, specifically red winter wheat. And then otherwise, there's some malted barley. And to break it down, it is 70% corn, 16% red winter wheat, and 14% malted barley. Uh, It is 90 proof, uh, no age statement, but it is about six years old. And they say three summers in the upper rickhouse and three summers in the lower rickhouse or lower part of the rickhouse. So uh, the bottle is known for its cool wax seal on the top. Even the minis have some cool wax on the top. Uh, So you can Mm -hmm. thank Bill Samuel's wife, Margie, uh, who is a bourbon hall of famer. You can thank her for that. Total wine price, $22 for a $750, $3.5 for a 50 milliliter mini, which is what I got going right now. So let's drink this. Okay. And while you're at it, I guess, okay, because I wanted to mention this. And you already brought it up. Uh-huh. But the Maker's Mark, like, uh, what is it? The uh, Ambassador Program. 
just go sign up for it. Yeah. Sign, like they send you. Yeah. There's fancy not, it cr- wouldn't hurt. So yeah. it's like, they it sent me like 30, 40, like probably 20 to 30 cards. That's right. Yeah, like cards. Yeah, yeah. You get a certificate uh-huh. with like a wax seal on it. And uh, like, it's, it's legit. It is really cool. Like go to the Maker's Mark website, sign up for it. It's all free. I ha- so what I d- and also what I do when I sign up for stuff. I think we mentioned this is I'll put different names on stuff whenever I sign up for something just to see where who's who sold my information. I've yet to see him sell my uh-huh. information. So sign up for it. It's really cool. It is a really cool program. So yeah, like they go. So here goes the cork crack. Oh, there's not a crack here. <laughs> um, I'm I'm undoing the um, <clears throat> the wax seal. So and the smell, I don't know if it's leaking or something below the wax seal, but it smells amazing. So I will say I'm glad we're doing this episode because when I slow down, so I, I gotta be honest, Cole was talking a lot earlier, so I was like, I'm cracking this and taking a sip. Um like when I slow down and really sniff and smell and really like Ooh. take in a whiskey, mm-hmm. especially like this maker's mark, like everyone's had maker's mark, and it's like the the top end of the bottom end, right? I yeah. really appreciate it more. Like this really has a lot to offer. If you just slow down, like if you don't just throw it in some Coke, you don't just toss it back in a shot. Like there's a lot there, a lot going on for sure. So I'm with you. You know, I found out recently a few years ago, rather um, I went to a, like I was, I was at a wedding and, um, before the wedding, we were doing some like pre-wedding, you know, like it was basically like a bachelor party kind of thing, but it was pretty chill. And I went to this one bar and I ordered some Woodford and then I ordered some Makers. And I've mentioned before my opinion on Woodford. Woodford is great first two sips, but a long sipper, not as much. Um, Makers? And, I, you know, it's been a few, it's been a little bit since I've even had Makers Standard. Uh, but I remember thinking Makers goes the distance in terms of a long sipping whiskey. Like you could sip it all night and it's fine. And it's 22 bucks and it's weeded bourbon. People fight over that stuff mm-hmm. when you put a weller on it. But uh, so far, great nose. Yeah. So on the nose, I'm getting a, a lot mm-hmm. of cherry. Like it is very cherry heavy for me on yeah. the nose. Um, and a little bit of oak. So it's uh, like green apples. Green apples. Okay. Are you getting any cherry or anything like that? A uh, little bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see mm-hmm. the green apples. Yeah, but I'm like definitely very like strong nice, cherry, nice dark maraschino, and definitely like a, it's a little oaky, not bad. I'm, I don't, I, which yeah. it's hard mm-hmm. for me to get oak. So I don't know if it's. I, I wouldn't assume it's overpowering oak for you. For me to get oak is no. Okay, not. no, you're good. All right, nice and caramely, but in a in a soft, chewy caramel way. Okay. Um, it's uh and that's the thing about weeded bourbon is that you're not getting mm. like punched in the neck with some uh sweetness it's like this mellow sweetness uh it's very um very blunted and not sharp if that makes any sense at all i get a kind of a weird yeah love the smell i guess i can see the green apples because i get like a weird sour note towards the end of the finish yeah mm-hmm but it's not. Yeah, it's, it's like not uh, bad. It's just. It's different than what I typically get. It's almost like a caramel green apple. Okay, I can see that. To me, 
I'm not getting a lot of the caramel, so, but I do get a lot. I'm going to go for a quick sip. I get a lot of cherry, even on the on the sip. Like it's just got a good, good cherry, oaky. Um, gosh, I don't want to say it's a vibrant sweetness, but it's a very full kind of sweetness. It, it definitely isn't. It's not faint for sure. It's it's there, but it's not like stab you in the neck. Is that what you said? Punch you in the neck. <laughs> in the neck okay yeah it's not you know that's how it works <laughs> um have re- you sipped yet i i have i just talked about my notes on the palate oh that's right okay. and i was worried about you getting punched in the neck no yeah. go ahead no, it's, uh, you know, the thing, and I love this about weeded bourbon. I, you know, it's hard to, to not rock a good weeded bourbon. If I were like starting up my distillery or something like that and wanted to do bourbon, I very well might start with wheat, uh, you know, weeded bourbon that is, um, it's just, it, you know, it's funny. They say, you know, if you listen to episode 131, they, they started this recipe by baking bread and saying what bread in terms of a mash bill tastes the best. And they chose this one, which was a uh, little bit of that cornmeal with the, uh, I guess like wheat, like maybe just flour and then some malted barley in there. And, um, and they said, you know, that was the best one. And it is, it's kind of like bread in a way. Like it's, it's a nice sweet wheat bread. Um, nice caramel. It's flat on the sweetness. It's not, um, you know, it's 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 not a hard candy. It's a chewy caramel. You know, um, that's the biggest thing. And it's it's like Wheaties or like Frosted Flakes or something. I think Frosted Flakes are corn, but it's like it's like a. It's very hard to put it, but it's like a soft <laughs> and I don't know. It's. Um, it's it's dulled out, but it's good. It doesn't mean it's bad. It's dull sweet, and it's not sharp sweet, really. It's all, it all comes down to that description, I guess. Yeah, I will say I'll go back to <clears throat> slow down with the makers. You know what I mean? It's it's mm-hmm. definitely delicious. Definitely delicious. Mm-hmm. So I just dropped water. I'm not a hater. No. And I really do think this does taste better. I mean, it does last. Some whiskeys that some people would say much better than makers will not last as long, you know, sipping wise. Like you'll sip 10 sips and you'll be like with makers mark. You're like, no, nope, still good. Other whiskey. Sometimes you're like, no, nah, it's kind of getting old by now. So I will say it's, uh, yeah. Okay. I'm, I, did you drop water yet? I dropped water. Like I'll, I'll Just keep things dropped. moving here. So, um, yeah, yeah. Dropping water. It's a little, it's, uh, it's still real sweet. Um, it doesn't do a lot of more vapory kind of alcohol kind of a thing. Um, still, I get a lot of cherries, a lot of apple, a little bit of honey. Um, it's like the sweetness. It's definitely got a lot of good sweetness to it, but it's not overpowering yeah, for absolutely. sure. Yeah. You know, for those who are fans of Weller, this isn't Weller status, but it's still good. So this is, and Weller as well, you know, for those who know, or is a weeded bourbon as mm-hmm. well. But so this is what I keep going to. What were you gonna say? <clears throat> this is what I'm going to. Uh huh. 
if, I mean, this is worthy of a blind taste test, right? Because mm-hmm. since we're we're slowing down, we're sipping it. It's mm. really, it, it is really, I mean, it's not complex, but it is full. Like if if that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, there's, I mean, the, the notes. Yeah, are, it's all there. The notes you're hitting are solid. Um, the flavor is solid. The, the the palate's solid. Everything about it is solid. It's not just, it's not the hub of what status. Excuse me, got a little mm-hmm. whiskey burp. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's, it's just a solid whiskey where I think, man, like, mm-hmm. I would love to blind taste this against, you know, some well or so, yeah. like a lot of weeded bourbons for sure, because I feel like it would really stand out because it's really, I mean, it's really good. It's a good whiskey for sure. Yeah. But I think it, it gets lost in, it gets lost in the, like the fast food whiskey wash. Is that, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know? No, I'm with you. I'll tell you one thing though. It did not get better. On the palate with water. It's not what? Sorry. It became very bitter to me. Getting some bitterness. Um, with okay. water. Yeah, just on the palate. The nose was a little more vapory, uh, but the palate, uh, I'm getting notes of astringent wood, um, like oaky and bitter. Uh, still sweet, but it fades right into this bitterness. I can see, I can see um, the oaky. I do not prefer it. Yeah, um, I don't think it's bad though. You don't, pre- yeah, you wouldn't prefer mm, it in general, not just prefer it. I wouldn't the drink this if if I only could get it in water or a little water. Yeah, maybe I added a lot of water or something, but not better. Not I honestly, I wouldn't. If someone poured this for me, I would probably drink it, but I probably wouldn't like it. You know, I'm not. I'm not disliking it. I, I will say neat's nice. Mm. Neat is nice. Water is wetter. Mm. Maybe ice is better. Let's Ooh, see. deep. Whoa. <laughs> and it's time for Robbie to you drop some rap. waters. I did. Yeah. I dropped my cube. Um, here goes my bus driver is dropping that cube. Let me Ooh. spin it around near the mic. It is less cherry and more apple to me. On the nose? Ooh, a lot more apple Yeah. I'm actually... I don't know if I'm getting more cherries. <laughs> I'm not getting more apples, that's for sure. Yeah. We flippity-floppity. It's definitely muted on the nose um, compared to what it was with the uh, or ice or neat pour. Ooh. Yeah, it's a lot more muted. I'm getting a little bit of like a chocolatey um, note, but it's not like a sweet chocolate. It's kind of like a unsweetened chocolate. Huh. I, yeah, so I got more apples on the nose. Viscosity-wise, the mouthfeel with the ice, it's it's thicker for sure. Mm-hmm. It's uh, got a little more viscosity mm-hmm. to it, but it's the mm-hmm. bitter, to me, the bit like I can see where kind of cold's kind of going with the bitterness. To me, the bitterness is not there. And it's just kind of mellow. Like, it's just nice and chill um, and good. It's just, yeah, I kind of like the ice. Ice wasn't bad. I don't know. What do you, I don't get? like the ice. <laughs> no? Yeah. It's, uh, it's dry now. It used to be sweet, but now to me it's like sucking the 
sweetness from my mouth. Like even just the mouthfeel is like bitter, uh, let alone the, the palate's really? bitter. I feel like, yeah, you ever like, you ever takes, like remember Mr. Sam? And I just felt like it was sucking sweetness out of my mouth. Like it wasn't just not sweet. It was like, mm-hmm. it was like sucking on a piece of barrel or something like that. It Good choice like, of words. Nice yeah. work. Um, yeah, instead of, uh, yeah, you notice how I phrased that better. <laughs> um, I could see how you would say it's dry. Like it, it reminds me a little mm. bit more of like a Chardonnay, like a wine. Like I'm not a huge wine drinker because I feel like it's too dry. And that's I can see yeah. it's kind of going that direction, but I can see that. But I kind of like it. I'm digging mm-hmm. it. So uh, It's only neat for me. Man, I'm sad now. I, it's not that the last little bit of my pour is ice pour. I do have probably at least a half ounce left of my little mini that I'm going to drink neat while you talk about uh, news of some sort. But um, I'm not, yeah, I'm not super happy about the adding water to any extent to this one personally. But uh, I like that you're digging it. Well, okay, now we'll say this. Now it, the it on way on the back end, I'm getting a little bit of bitterness. But I will say I'm digging. I'm. Digging ice. Water was okay. Neat was good. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of like the ice, though. I'm digging the ice a little bit. Um, do you mind if I go into my rating here? Yeah, go for it. Okay. So, <clears throat> and I would love to do this in the future. Just do a blind taste test on this because I will say I, I can almost guarantee my rating is skewed by the fact that this is Maker's Mark. Um, yeah. It is, I think, you know, very accessible. Slow down and drink it. Like this is something I would like if I'm yeah. if I'm if I have to do a whiskey and coke. Makers is probably like if I see makers, I'm like yeah, let's do makers because makers is kind of like the high end of the fast food whiskeys. But slowing down and drink it, I'm really liking it, and I'm gonna give it a seven point seven because I feel like it's it's solid, it's accessible. Um, is it great? No, but is it good? Yeah, it's it's good, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I would love to hear if, mm-hmm. if you're a maker's drinker and, you know, like, if you haven't had it for a while, slow down, sip it, kind of go through the three three steps like we did. Maybe not because Cole didn't like the last two. But in general, yeah. yeah. At least try it. It's 7.7. It's solid. It's it's good. Um, I remember, gosh, what was it? Whiskey Business. There was a book I read. was called Whiskey Business. Um, and it just kind of went through the uh-huh. craft craft brewery spirits kind of world and it attributed makers as being one of the like the first craft ones so you know makers if not for makers you may not have ever had all of your local distilleries either so 7.7 for makers mark i could totally i could totally get that based on its history yeah so anyway what do you got um as as we normally talk we rate on the best pour so if I were to rate as a total, it wouldn't be great, um, but I really like it neat. I think this is a fantastic uh, option, cheap option, available option. Not only is it like inexpensive, you'll find it anywhere. That's the thing. Um, so I'm, I'm pretty close to yours, actually. I was going to go with 7.9. Very close oh, to 8, nice. very close to solid. Um you know, it is solid no matter what. Like, and it's, and like I mentioned, the best part about Makers is that it is a long sipper. Uh, you can keep sipping this guy, at least in my book, and it doesn't get old. It doesn't get worse. Uh, I might never add ice 
or water again to this because I really <laughs> didn't like it. Would you? Add but Coke? off that neat pour, I thought it was great. I, you know, I think Coke would work with this, and I think 800%. the thing about Makers is that it's got a nice sweetness that'll complement the Coke in a good way, especially Get that cherry. I might milk. add ice and Coke, but I might just add, you know, just straight Coke to this. Um, maybe not flat Coke, but <laughs> um, yeah. What was that episode twenty one? I want to say or no, the episode where we drank Eagle Rare Seventeen for the first time. Take a look back if you're new, but maybe don't. Maybe just listen to what you got. Yeah, but anyway. <laughs> yep i uh, i just I just poured the rest of my bottle, my mini bottle, into my glass to just drink neat, and I'm digging it. So seven point nine. Very happy with that. Score. Perfect, and it's great. Perfect. And since yeah. Cole poured so. the last of his whiskey, I think it's time for whiskey world news. <laughs> It's part of our show where we read an article, we talk about it. We didn't write the article, but we're going to talk about it. And this week, our article comes from our favorite website. Well, I don't know if it's... Yeah, I would say it's our favorite website. The The Whiskey Wash? uh, The Whiskey Wash, but it's not by our favorite author, Nino Kilgore. Nino Kilgore. Kilgore. This comes to us (laughs) by Allison Nichols, which is... (laughs) Like if you have nice. Nino Kilgore. Which just sounds like Austin Nichols. Yeah, and then you have Allison Nichols. Kilgore. It's like there's the spectrum right there. Kilgore and Allison Nichols. Like, just so <laughs> sweet and cute. Like, just a nice name. Uh, anyway, yeah. this article is titled, Beam Centauri Set to Restore and Upgrade Glenn Geryoke's Distillery Garoche. Glenn Geary is Get, pronounced. Gosh, I freaking love Scottish names. Like, they're just not what yeah, you think they would yeah. be. Anyway, yeah. uh, Beamson Story is set to restore and upgrade the Glen Gary? Geary. Geary. Scotch single Glen Gary Glen Ross? No, it's Glen <laughs> Geary, apparently, with an E. Okay. In Old Meldrum, it was recently announced. The renovation will see the distillery return to more traditional production process while also introducing new cutting edge technology for direct fire distilla- distillation and reducing the distillery's carbon footprint. The product project. Oh gosh, the project <laughs> will reintroduce floor maltings as well as the installation of direct fire heating to the wash still. Glenn, Gary, 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 Gary. At least that's what I've been told. Okay, Gary, Glenn, Gary has also developed a highly efficient and safe method for direct fire distillation, which Beam Centauri anticipates will reduce the theory's carbon footprint by around 15%. In returning to these traditional distilling, and that's the only part I can pronounce well. (laughs) Nice. Glenn Gary plans to undertake significant upskilling of the site team, as well as relying on the skills and experience of staff site who use these processes processes previously at Glengarry, including industry stalwarts such as Kenny Digger Grant and the expertise of its sister distilleries on Isla who employ traditional floor maltings. We're proud to make this investment in Glen Gary Historic Distillery. We're excited about the future. Glen Gary Distillery Manager <laughs> Quanali Maduli Golly, that was tricky. <laughs> Said in prepared statement, these traditional <laughs> distilling multi methods are rare in today's industry. Our teams have developed deep expertise and passion for these methods, and we're all looking forward to bringing them back to our distillery. We're honored to bring 
honored to be a part of Glen Gary's long tradition of innovation and quality <laughs> craftsmanship. One of the oldest distilleries in Scotland, Glen Gary, has been making its single malt scotch <laughs> hiskey. Hiskey? There's no W. Oh. She, oh. Oh. They scotch, must be drunk. Scotch hiskey in the historic market town of Old Madrum since... 1797. As a result, these changes to the distillery, Glen Gary has already doubled its distillery operations team, and additional hires are planned in 2021 and work to begin in 2020. In various stages of the oh, this is what this came out this week. She's talking about 2020. <sighs> Allison oh, Nichols, who's your editor? Allison, go home. You're no, drunk. No, Allison, you're on the other end, other end of the spectrum from Kilgore. We like you. <laughs> Anyway, I don't know. Anyway, Cole, any yeah. thoughts there? Because I have some questions I want to ask you, but yeah. do you have any thoughts? Okay. Well, I have a question I want to ask you, but it's completely unrelated. But okay. yeah, I mean, my thoughts is I love I love when, you know, uh, when a big <laughs> whiskey conglomerate such as Beam Centauri takes over a smaller distillery, I'm a fan, you know, Uh I, I love small business. Actually, small business is one of the greatest things in this world. Um, but if you're if you're taken over by a big company that has the means to help you grow even more, I'm about that too. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm I'm happy. I I have had Glengarry. Um, it's it's a great scotch. Uh, uh, cool. um, but I, I know it's, it's not per, it's one of the first scotches cool. you think of. Cool. It's pronounced Glengarry. <laughs> well have you ever seen the movie glengarry glen ross i don't know dude it's a great movie uh it's got like everyone from pacino to jack lemon to uh kevin spacey to uh alec baldwin oh. and ed harris i mean come on like that cast alone is yeah Glen Gary. It, I mean, Ross. it's a it's a movie about um, Glen Gary, Glen Ross. Okay, and it's a movie about uh, uh, like house salesmen back in like the I don't know sixties or something like that. Okay, uh, but it's like it's a really good movie, like really well played, and all the actors are fantastic in it. Yeah. Okay. So those. Are your I thoughts? think there was one more. There was Alan. Uh, Alan. Um, Alan Arkin, I believe, was in it as well. Alan Alda? No, not Alan Alda. Okay. Not a uh, mash guy, no. but I think it was Alan Arkin. I think that's his name. Now I'm going to look it up while you talk. <laughs> so, well, you can't because I have a question for you. What is floor, question it up. What's floor malting, Cole? Uh, so floor malting is when you... I, it was Alan Arkin, I believe. Um Floor vaulting is when you use a large single-story room as a oven, and you moisten the grain on the floor of this single-story uh, building. Like it's like a warehouse, but like like shorter. It's like really long okay. building, but it's like one floor, and you you moisten the grain and let it start malting on the on the ground of the of the floor of the building. And then you like light a fire on one end of the room and it starts to dry out the grain in the total room. So that's floor malting. Okay. Well, that's the only question I had. 
That's the only thought I had about <laughs> it. So. <laughs> so the the moral of this story is watch Glenn Gary Glenn Ross. Glenn so G- I think it's if you you might have heard me, but I think it's Glenn Geary, like with the E sound. Oh, now you made me look so stupid. Oh. No, we we learn. But I might be wrong too. I heard that from a very trusted whiskey friend. Uh, and he had authority when he said it. So I'm hoping so he's right too. This goes back to a couple uh what whiskey would you use ago where I like mm-hmm. Scottish Scotch names just they Scotch. crack me up. Mm-hmm. Like Yeah. And I, I trust Ardbeg Brookladdy. Brookladdy. Killahoe. Killahoe. Kill <laughs> Kilcoman. Oh yeah, Kilcoman. Although Kilcoman, yeah, yeah, Kilcoman, yeah, yeah, Kilcoman. That's what I said. It was. Um, <laughs> it, they just crack me up. Like it's just because it's. Mm-hmm. I mean, like it's all very English based, right? <laughs> it's still so yeah. foreign. You'd hope so. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, it's like Brukladi, or it's like Briuk Ladik. Or something like that, yeah. I will say on the bottom end of that spectrum is doers. Just sounds like you took a dump in your pants. I took a doers doers in my pants. Yeah. Anyway, we just just doered a real doer in my pants. Speaking of doers, we got to do doers episode. Yeah, we got to do a a simple blended scotch, whether that be um, like a Johnny, like uh, Johnny Walker, or doers, or like. What's the famous grouse? Uh, um, famous so, grouse. So okay, the famous Before, grouse. I know we're going a little long today, but um, I had when I worked at that bar in Richmond, that whiskey bar. Uh, I had this one customer come in, and he said something along the lines of like, "Like, do you have any?" Like it was he wanted. I want to say it was like. Johnny Black or something like or Johnny Red or something like that. It was like the lowest end Johnny Walker. Mm-hmm. And he's like really proud of himself and he's like with his friends and he's kind of like showing off. And he's he's an older guy but he's like he's he, he thinks he knows what he's talking about. And he's like, "Yeah, give me the good stuff, like a Johnny Red or something like that." And we did we were out of Johnny Red. Um and I'm like, "Honestly, like and he and I, I look it up and I'm like, "Can I recommend another blended scotch?" And I was like, we have famous grouse. Um, and I and I don't stand by famous grouse in terms of like, but he wanted like a blended scotch. And I was like, here's a good alternative uh, to a blended scotch. So I like offered him famous grouse. And like some people might disagree with me here. Uh, he, I, I have a feeling he didn't want to spend a lot. And he like came to a nice whiskey bar and was like, yeah, you got this Johnny stuff. And anyways, so I like tell him, I'm like, you have famous grouse. And he's like, and he said something like super rude. He's like, oh, you must not drink this stuff, do you? Or something like that. And he's like, <laughs> you would know not to not to recommend that. And I'm thinking, you would know not to spend minimum on a scotch in my you know, whiskey bar if you knew about whiskey. You wouldn't be spending the minimum end stuff if you came in here. And I'm like, okay, well, cool. I mean, and I like walk very, away. And I'm, At the but, very yeah. least, you wouldn't have an attitude. If you asked for yeah red, exactly and it was yeah not there <laughs> exactly and that's yeah. kind of how I felt it's like oh so you are judging me for giving you a similar thing when similar, you don't even know what you're talking about <laughs> similar I, don't know. Price. I was annoyed yeah yeah but I was also a little bit more snobby at the time in terms of whiskey 
and um, and I think I've lightened up a little bit. Too, well, you know, Cole. So. I think this episode. Kind if of you shows. like, if you like Doers or Famous Grouse or Johnny Red, I am a fan of you liking those things. And I'm not even gonna hate on it. I'm not even gonna like turn my back and be like, what a what a scrub, what you a know, Steve. Um, yeah, what a Steve. <laughs> but um, no, like if you enjoy it, enjoy it. But like if you like Johnny Red, you might like Famous Grouse. That's my thing. There you go. Yeah. I'm with you. And you know yeah. what, Cole? You know what yeah. I'm with you for? What? I'm with you for what Whiskey for Would You Whiskey choose? World News? Or no. Oh, we just did that, Cole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what whiskey would you choose? So last week, we talked about what whiskey we choose, and it was what whiskey should Cole use to celebrate the birth of his first child, Colonel yeah. Turkey Dump, the most beautiful name for the daughter We had ever. some good write-ins. We did. Yeah. Um. And I, and I think you won. No, it was close. So, um, oh, was it? Yeah, Cole went with the Four Roses Barrel Strength Small Batch, right? Uh, yep, that's correct. Yep. A at least limited edition Barrel Strength. Yeah, Which, so not Small Batch, but limited edition Barrel Strength. Okay, and then I went with Cole's first love of whiskey, Eagle Rare, because I'm like, you know what? Like, it, mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway, uh, and. Cole won 58 to 42%, which I'm not surprised by. But what I am surprised by is that it was that close. Because I thought for sure people were like, yeah, just go with the the harder to get one. But I think Cole, maybe just a bottle of Eagle Rare is enough to say, like, you know what? There you go. But I will say Eagle Rare is So so here's where you win. Okay. What's that? Oh, yeah. But here's, here's where you win, Robbie, is that I actually did what you said. I went out and, like, searched all over the place. And got me two bottles of Eagle Rare. Oh. One to open when she's born and one to open when she's oh, 21. Is that, and I might celebrate with another bottle as well, but that's what I'm also going to do. That's a good way. So, I, so you won in general. It's a salt. In, 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 in real, real life, life, you won. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. man, that's awesome, though. Like, that's a good way to do it. That's It's a yeah. good standard. No, I think you, you had a great idea. Good standard. Anyway. So we did have yeah. some good write-ins, though. Uh, so Miles Ferguson, Kilt to 518, said, Ardbeg Corvrecken, because his life is about to get nice. put through the spin cycle. And I got to tell you, Cole. The whirlwind. The way you're talking about, the, the way you're talking about you know, spending your weekend, lots of relaxing and hanging out. And blah, blah, <laughs> it's not going to continue. Dude, it's all. I mean, with one kid, it's not too bad because you can kind of tag team. But yeah, you're about to. It's mm. it's about to change for real. So, uh, Ben Klepsik, the most handsome newest uh, Patreon yeah. supporter, just went with Pappy. I'm sure Cole's got a bottle of Pappy somewhere, right, Cole? <laughs> not not these days. No. I actually just finished my last bottle Maybe. of Van Winkle fa- yeah. Special Reserve 12 Year Lappy. And then Jerome Edwards yeah. and his wife Stacy Edwards. But Jerome said, "Should I send some plans? I've got like nine bottles." And I don't know. Maybe I appreciate it, Jerome, gotta, but I got I got a half bottle. Got to look at those dump dates, though. Maybe it's, it's the conception dump that's date. True. You never know. That is oh, true. Gross. Yeah, that's a whole. Back to that's September. a whole new meeting to dump date. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Dramham went with EHT season wood, which that's to- a total cool answer oh, for sure. I would. Cole, he knows me, Dramhound. That, that's a total Cole answer right there. If Cole could, yeah. Cole would. Um, yeah. And then Joel, oh, Joel Nemo Nine with something really expensive, which is probably also Cole. So. <laughs> uh, Sometimes, yeah. Marco and Casey, since you did Four Roses for the gender announcement, 
that it needs to be special for roses. So he's he got a point there. Yeah. And then our Canadian friend, bro, should do Pappy, if not for the birth <laughs> of his daughter, then when, and just got to acquire the next bottle, right? Yeah. Easier said than done. <laughs> yeah. But anyway. Actually, I, I did put in for the Virginia uh, statewide ABC lottery this week, and I will find out in the next week if I won a Pappy. No, that's a kind of a late lottery, isn't it? Not likely, but available it's or a, potential. potential. Yeah, that's so. a late lottery, though, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, it is. It's very late. They started up very late. Yeah, yeah. Oh, is, it, is that due to COVID or just that's how they do it? Um, they were switching up their website and a little bit due to COVID, but uh, they were also switching up the style of their website. Okay, and yeah. so I have less of a chance now. I don't put in 19 names anymore. I put in about seven because you have to show up to the liquor store with a license that matches your, uh, what do you call it, uh, your entry. Mm-hmm. And there can't be multiple entries at the same um, location. So Gosh. you can't have multiple members of a family putting in entries, so it stinks. But, hey, I guess that's less entries in general, too. So Yeah. Yeah, Idaho's mixing theirs up, too, which I'm not fully grasping how they do it uh, but we'll see we'll see uh i think whiskey's kind of changing in general so we'll see how it goes but anyway so cool yeah this week so you do um do you want to enter do you want to talk about this week's what whiskey would you choose or you want me to yeah so what we've decided <laughs> to do is uh we are thinking so so uh if you guys haven't heard of adhd whiskey I think you're stuck in a hole, uh, or at least Matt Porter of ADHD, ADHD Whiskey might say something similar to that. You know, what, what's going on? Why aren't you listening to ADHD Whiskey? And by listening, I mean watching him on YouTube's. Uh, so if if you're <laughs> if you're a fan of us, I know you're a fan of him because we are in a way similar. Uh, we are full of digressions and weird comparisons. And that's definitely Matt's channel, ADHD Whiskey. So he recently put out a video and he actually gave us two shout outs in the whole episode, which I was, or the whole, like, yeah, I guess video. Um, and we're so grateful for that, Matt. I know you're listening. So, uh, but uh, Matt put out some questions of what are the only five whiskeys that you truly only need on your whiskey shelf Mm -hmm. and uh, the first of his and i won't go into all of them but we will probably continue this uh the first of which is what is your entry buzz buzz whiskey yeah Yeah. so and and he stole that from from us because it's such a great line and i think that's a robbie dedlowism actually i I don't think i brought that one or maybe we like maybe we like it was when you were here really built it off it was here the summer yeah, because mm-hmm. so anyway, yeah. uh, entry buzz is a whiskey in which you before you really drink, you start drinking that. If that makes sense, so you can go in for the re-entry buzz. Like when we're drinking for the podcast episodes, we might start before the episode with what we call an entry buzz, and then when we are recording the episode, we'll drink whatever we're drinking, you know, for that episode. And so that'll be the re-entry buzz. And as you can kind of put it through your mind, you start things off with the entry buzz, and then you get to the bigger stuff later. So um, the question today is, what is your entry buzz whiskey? Uh, sponsored by ADHD Whiskey, but he's not really <laughs> sponsoring us. But he 
He's, he's a, a fan of us, and we're a fan of him. He's a so Patreon. We'll, he's a sponsor. Yeah. yeah, and he's a Patreon. A freaking Gosh, Patreon, man. His wife is so yeah. lucky to have such a good-looking spouse. Seriously. Well, Gosh. let me tell you what, man. His channel is so good. Yeah, I like, want to see it really I've, is. I've watched a lot of whiskey channels. Like, I'm not even going to name names because they all are shadowed by how amazing. And I really mean that. His channel is so funny. And he'll like give these amazing notes for uh, whiskey. But the whole time, he's like hilarious and like distracted. And I think that's why he calls himself ADHD whiskey because it's just not a straight line. It is definitely not a straight line to get to that what to get to the end of the video, but that's what makes it amazing. So anyway. Nope. But same with us. We're so, not a straight line. Let me line say this. Either. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna let the yeah. ca- let the cat out of the bag. We're we're lining Bring up it out. we're lining up an episode to do with him. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's gonna be so he is the kind of guy where you hang out when you watch his yeah. video, he's the he's the guy that everyone shuts up because he's talking, because he's gonna say something yeah. that is gonna make you laugh, and you're just waiting for the next thing he says, yeah. and you wait with bated breath, and he talks and he talks and he talks, and all of a sudden there it is, and it's hilarious, and that's yeah. why he does whiskey. But don't just listen to him; keep listening to us. We like you. We like you having here. Um, yeah, <laughs> listen to all of us. So yeah. anyway, we're, we're excited that we're gonna we're hopefully. Yeah. Uh, soonish line up an episode to do with him and uh, you'll you'll see if you're a regular listener of ours you'll you'll listen and you'll be like oh my gosh I got two favorite whiskey shows to listen to yeah so, there you go yeah and actually Mike Cook I mentioned earlier one of our Patreon listeners he was an original uh, ADHD fan and now he's a chill filtered fan so. absolutely and Mike uh, is good anyone can too. enjoy gosh. both. Yeah, Mike's straight up. And have you so seen lucky. the meat he cooks? Oh, <laughs> Mike's got the so meat anyway. for sure. So cool. let's get back. Let's before we go <laughs> well luck. over an hour. Um, <laughs> yeah, what, what a lucky meat. <laughs> no, um, so uh, my entry, entry whiskey, and I know this right off the back is my re- uh, entry buzz whiskey um, is Buffalo Trace. Okay. It's <clears throat> You, you just and I've used that for a lot of things, but I haven't used it recently. So I'm very happy to say I can start off the night, excuse me, with a really good entry buzz with Buffalo Trace. Perfect. That sounds awesome, man. My entry buzz whiskey right now is Early Times Bottle and Bond. Nice. Liter was it it's a full liter? Liter and a half? Yeah, one liter for one, like one twenty liter, four bucks or something like that. Tw- it's twenty three bucks. Or here. no, is it less? Twenty three bucks in Idaho. Twenty three. It's cheap and yeah. it's tasty. Like, you know what? You mix with it, yeah. do that. Yeah, that's my entry buzz. So you got Buffalo Trace mm-hmm. Standard. I got early times bottled and bod. Good entry buzz whiskey right it. there. So yeah, we're going a little long Sweet. today, man. So the good news is, is that we are not going to do a face off of two bottles this week because like you said, we're going to be working with uh, ADHD whiskey this week and we're going to do an episode and we're all drinking the uh, Lot 40 Cast Strength Batch 3. Mm-hmm. And that's a huge thank you to Jason Preston, one oh of our Patreon gosh. supporters, uh, for sending us those bottles and, you know, helping us get those bottles. So, Jason, you're the man. Seriously. Uh, we appreciate you. Seriously. Yeah, so. Jason Preston. Like, I wish I was Jason Preston at times. The guy's got skills yeah. when it comes to whiskey hunting. Dude, he does. Yeah, seriously. So I uh, I hope you can all take a look at Jason Preston's Instagram page this week and be inspired 
by the things he cooks, as well as maybe he's got a few shots of whiskey. I know he usually posts posts food, but uh, he's got a great Instagram. Check him out. I hope you do. You know what, Cole? I really hope that you can kind of figure out your your balance of drinking and keeping your pregnant wife happy. That's tricky. Yeah. Yeah, I hope uh, your dogs aren't becoming too uh, too crazy and interrupting episodes. <laughs> dogs and children yeah. get in the way of drinking whiskey. Yeah. They also make every good reason to drink whiskey. But most of all, listeners, I hope our love of spirits lifted yours. <laughs> <laughs>